Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. We're here today to put the her in control her. Oh. Controller. Yeah, feel not like, like the two words control her. No, but like a controller. controller. Do we call anything controllers? You have like the remote control. Video game I guess controller. Like the, I guess the video game one is the controller. Mm-hmm. And then whenever I think of it, I also think of like the air tower controller. Air traffic air controller. Air traffic. There we go. Is it, is it air traffic controller? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it? Like, I've heard that's an insanely like hard, yeah, job. I would imagine I would be really stressed out. That would stress me out. Anyway, yeah. hi, my name is Summer Yeager. <laughs> I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And Joy, I have, I don't know if I've told you about this, and it's really cool. So, but um, I have been asking my husband to build a table. Oh, for a while. Uh huh. But it's kind of a big, it's a big project. Yeah. And a time consuming project. And he's taking it on. And the beginnings of a large table are nice. currently in my empty garage while my van is out for $3.7 million re- dollars of repairs. <laughs> 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 it's really great. It's really Just great. Just don't tell anyone that because then they're going to, they're going to know. know that your car's worth. Well, four point eight million. Yeah, dollars. but just looking at it, you'd never know that. <laughs> you would never know that my car's worth that much. <laughs> Pretty but, covert, you know. Um. So anyway, yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> He's so good at building things, and some people just have that way. It's like weird that he can just like go to Home Depot and buy some wood, and then come home Turn and into do something. some things, and now it's starting to look like a table. Yeah. By the time we release this, he he wants to be done. Oh, okay. So this is like kind of a gift. So like I could be posting this episode from my table. I don't know. I get to pick the colors. Well, summer in the future. <laughs> How's it looking? But the thing is, is um, it's a big table. I wanted it to be big so we right. could like, you know, invite people over and not have to put up the folding tables yeah. and whatever. And um, we don't have any chairs. <laughs> I feel right. like the chairs are going to come. I was going to say, are you going to go like bench? Are you going to... I loathe benches. Okay. I It would be the easier option, but I hate them. Yeah. Okay. Well, then it's not the better option. So, I don't know. But I feel like I, I'm going to have to wait a couple months to buy the chairs. <laughs> chairs are expensive. Chairs are so expensive. Um, chairs are super expensive. I, so, we bought this awesome bed that was probably more than we would have normally paid for a bed except yeah. for we were like the bed we buy is just going to be our bed for a long time forever like, yeah we're never going to buy another bed as far as we know right so this is like this is it it needs Matthew to be the one bed. that we can stick with right yeah and because we bought a bed when we first got married and it was like splintering and falling yeah. apart mm-hmm. by the time i gave birth to georgia and yeah. so i saw this ad online of a guy like take a running leap onto the bed they were selling and land on it and like nothing moved. 
that's smart. We were like, smart how much is this bed? Yeah. It doesn't matter right now. It's so sturdy. I don't care. <laughs> um, And so we like, we just invested in a yeah. nice bed. Um, So they sent me an email. This internet company sent me an email the other day and they were like, we have nightstands now. <gasps> And they're all, it's solid wood. There's no hardware because yeah. it's like, it's some sort of like Japanese, like interlocking, whatever. Yeah. The nightstands are the same. Same I know, thing. I know you guys have had the nightstand yeah. problem for mm-hmm. a while. Yes. Yeah. Um, Those nightstands are $350 a piece. Uh, <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> yeah. No. no, that's not happening. Like a bed. A bed is something. Yeah. You use and you yeah. lay on every day. Yeah. That's like approaching what I spent on our bed. <laughs> I'm sure they're very nice. They yeah. sound amazing. Oh, they're great. Again, they'd be the last bed stands you ever. Right. You would die with these. Yeah. You'd give but, them to your children. But <laughs> man, I'll let you guys know when I can afford $700 for no. two nightstands. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not happening. But dining, ta- dining chairs are the same way. Yes. You'll be like, these look Awful. These look cheap. I know. It's like, oh, they're $75 a piece? <laughs> yeah. What are these made of? I know. Facebook Marketplace is going to be my friend. Yeah. You know, I furnished the, like, the and entire... And, you know, you could maybe even get a little funky and do, like, like an every other chair is different. I would be happy with that. I think it would make Eric itch just looking oh, at really? it. Because he's very particular. Yeah. Like, they're going to have to match. I do remember learning that about him. Very particular. So... Would he paint some different chairs all the same color? Uh. <laughs> then like but then the design wouldn't match like the design of the chairs you know right so we'll yeah. see i don't know for sure <laughs> there's a chance as i'm posting this i'm sitting at the table but there's a 100 percent possibility that i'm sitting in a folding chair okay <laughs> as i do it the because gotcha. the chair thing we haven't thought that far ahead so anyway Whatever happened. He keeps Sometimes. asking me what I want for Christmas. And I'm like, this table, I'm pretty sure this table is what I'm getting for Christmas. And I'm okay with that. So like, let's just. A big dine, a nice big roomy dining table yeah. is a great gift for Yeah, We do, home- we do homeschool at the table and we eat at the table yeah. and we fill the table and the kids are still young. I feel like a dining table is another thing that you can sort of justify like. Go at spending a little bit more. But on. if your husband can build a table, have just have, have him build it. the table. <laughs> can he build you some chairs? I know <laughs> that seems really. I don't, that seems complicated. I don't, I'm not gonna ask yeah. him for that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. It's gonna be Facebook Marketplace. If okay. y'all are selling some chairs on Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> let me know. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I hate benches, so I can't do it. I should do it. I should do like one bench on one side. That's probably what wisdom would say. Uh-huh. But. I hate them. It, ma- it makes me feel like I'm in a cafeteria. And then like little kids, they're just going to, they're going to sail backwards <laughs> with their food. It's just or like, forwards. or, you know, I just. And then like everyone on the bench is kind of at the mercy of all the other people on the bench. Yeah. So if one of your kids is like, I need this to be scooted back this much. Right. And you're all different sizes and it just sounds like a nightmare. So anyway, that's the No benches st- for summer. No benches for summer. <laughs> no. So that's what my husband's up to in the garage, and I hope it's done before we have a van again. My $3.7 million van. Sorry to Australia. Isn't she lucky? <laughs> I know that's not the lyric, but... Yeah. Um, What's your husband up to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, what mine, that's what mine's up to. Um, 
my husband, uh, I'm going to tell you guys what my husband is up to. I have legitimate questions. And don't, don't worry. He gave me some notes <laughs> to go off of. <laughs> what is he That's doing? That's his way. It's my own way. I can't be too mad because it is my own way. Yeah. Um, okay. So my husband uh, just got a job with Kepler Education. Okay. Can you give me 10 seconds? What is that? Um, Kepler Education it. is it's a uh, classical online Christian school. Oh. Okay, so that's it's cooler. For that's cooler than I thought it would be, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people up in uh, Moscow. Okay, are, are yeah. involved teach. Yeah, so it's a bunch of teachers that work for Kepler. Kepler, um, very cool. And there's a bunch of different courses and for different ages and things like that. Um, How low do the ages? Why do, you, do I? I'm not totally to sure, but Sorry. you know Kepler. Yeah, education. Johannes. If you do oh. this. Today I'm talking about um, what my husband is doing for Kepler. But Kepler, go ahead and, you know, reach out to us. If yeah. You'd like. We'll keep talking about <laughs> we'll you guys keep... every week. I want to look into it. Right. I didn't know it was classical. Yeah. It's very cool. Um, and so he's teaching a class hmm. called Fundamentals of Wilderness Survival. Ooh. So he's already, um, that's mainly what he's been doing. Like even. That's so cool. Last night he. Uh, it's Christian. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And like I said, so many different uh, yeah. topics that pretty much everything. Yeah. And then for lots of different age groups. I feel like a lot of the ones I've looked at, it could just be because the classes sort of uh, adjacent to his class are for like upper okay. classmen in high school, which yeah. is what his course is for. Yeah. It's like 11th and 12th graders. But his class is actually... Um, it's kind of interesting, and I, I don't know if other classes do this on Kepler, but his is like a, he really wants um, like fathers and sons to take the class together. Okay. And so there's actually a discount for uh, two people attending oh, the okay. course, and then he's trying to do his best to- We need people to do that for when the apocalypse hits. Right. We need the Fa- men. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> to know how to do this stuff. <laughs> um, Very important. But- um. So he's really, he has, he's really working hard to make it uh, accessible for dads, just because obviously yeah. most dads work or are busy right um, during the day. So it's in the evenings. Oh, cool. Um, on weekdays. And then also he's just keeping it uh, kind of uh, relaxed and easy for dads. To, to take the course so that it's yeah. not because typically it's a live class, mm. but you he's making it so that people can watch it, watch it later, not live. And um, yeah, if a dad needs to work some late hours or if dad is busy disciplining a different child <laughs> <laughs> or taking the trash out or right. grilling or something else manly, then um, <laughs> they don't have manly. to be there exactly. Uh, you know, at the time of the class when it goes live. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's been putting a lot of time. What is, what is that? How, what do you learn in a class like that? Um, well, so fundamentals of wilderness survival is like how to live outside. It's, it's mainly, okay. So like 
when people say survival, you think of you think of one or two things, right? You think of a, like post-apocalyptic survival. Yeah. Like you see in The Walking Dead or whatever. And then you might think of like a survival situation where mm-hmm. like an emergency happened and you need to right. know how what to, to take care of that. Yeah. Yeah. So your best case scenario in like an immediate emergency situation is to get out of the situation. So that's a part of it is that type of information okay. like how to uh, prepare so that you won't find yourself in that situation to begin with right. or how to quickly extricate yourself from a s- situation like that. Right. But then of course you go over into this other side of survival, which would be considered. Um, I think he's listening to me right now. So I'll ask him what my grade is later. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so like <laughs> wilderness living is like right. shelter building right um and uh like fire making yeah that kind of thing like wilderness living is where you're going to live comfortably right a sur- an emergency survival situation is get out of this if you want to live, live. okay so the- it's like that show that stresses me out really bad Wh- alone? What's it called? alone oh okay <laughs> Where they're just like, they're constantly in these situations where it's like, I have to figure this out right now. Right. Or something is going to happen. Bad is going to happen <laughs> to me. And it stresses me out. Um, But yeah, so th- that covers a bunch of different topics. Yeah. He has, I mean, I could give you, just because this is the stuff he works on all the time. Because um, he actually, gotta, he started his own wilderness academy right. called Legacy Wilderness Academy. And then he um, is going to teach those courses at for Kepler. Um, but yeah, so you're talking about um, everything from like land navigation, how to dress when you go out in the extreme heat or the cold. Right. Um, and like the best way to, it's almost like, so I, I always thought of it as now when I see like little books of survival tips and tricks or whatever Mm -hmm. what I've learned is like if you're in an emergency situation and you like open up your survival handbook like Mm -hmm. it's too late (laughs) (laughs) that's what they tell you like (laughs) it's too late so you have to you have to be prepared so a lot of it is preparedness right um and then obviously so he's teaching uh the fundamentals of wilderness survival and then he was actually talking about doing a course in a the summer on plants because that's, that's really cool. his like yeah that's what he loves um yeah that's his passion project plant yeah. identification and medicinal and edible uh-huh. wild food i was in um i was in Waylon's room with him the other night and he had this binder on his dresser and i was like yo what is that i was like oh my son being so studious he has schoolwork and he's like oh that's my that's my binder for matthew's class <laughs> he has like the plants in it and he's like taping them to the paper or whatever uh-huh. but it was just kind of like just sitting on his dresser anyway it was just funny and yeah made you think of Matthew because he's teaching um a plant identification and oh, yeah, co-op. co-op yeah, yeah. super cool anyway if people are interested where they can where can they find that yeah they can go to Kepler education that is so oh, I'm working I'm recognizing all these names on this website. Yes, you really will recognize <laughs> a lot of names. Hey guys. And sorry there's some there are know. some really cool, interesting classes. Um so you can go there and look up Wilderness Survival or you can even I he said you can email him at Matthew Matthew at legacywildernessacademy.com. Boom. 
Well, that's what your husband's up to. That's what my just husband's build. Up they're to. building things. Our husbands are building. things. I know. And this is really what uh, I'm building a person. He, I know. <laughs> Why did I get defensive are, all of a sudden? You're doing. <laughs> I'm building things. You're doing the most intricate work of all. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even see it. Well, my wardrobe can. Anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah. Hey, I, you can leave us a voicemail at four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. Um. It's almost Christmas. It is almost Christmas. Well, yeah, and especially. Even now, we're recording this early, but even yeah, now, even now it's almost it seems Christmas. very close. Like, <laughs> I have been um, on top of my Christmas shopping. Okay. Because, you know, I've got three birthdays. I've got four birthdays, three of my yeah. kids and my father. November and this December week. are like hot months for you guys. Yeah. And then Christmas. And so, yeah, I've been like um, the holiday gift guides are my best friend. Because Where? they just everywhere. Oh, yeah. My Facebook feed is just. I know how we feel about um, BuzzFeed, but they really do have some great. They have great uh, gift, gift guides. Lists. Um, yeah. A bunch of websites keep flooding my feed with like great gift guides. And they're like best gifts for, you know, 25 and under on Amazon. And it's just been like a gold mine. I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is it. You guys, I don't have to do my own thinking, which is right. great because I can barely do any thinking. Yeah. Right now at this you point. You just see something and you're like mom like that yeah <laughs> that is all i Send got to mom <laughs> when i posted our episode this morning i posted it without audio like that's which is <laughs> which is all every, this is everything we have to offer <laughs> it was so bad i was like why isn't this working oh okay i didn't i didn't post any audio anyway we posted the episode <laughs> very funny when you think about it like that because our episode is the audio it but is- technically well, I had put, I created a web page. Right. Yeah. I uploaded all the images. You did the four five steps. I did all the writing. I did all of that. <laughs> I formatted everything. And then I was like, publish. And then I was like, where's the audio? No <laughs> anyway. Um, so I thought just real quick. So something that I personally struggle with as a human being, and I think a lot of you are going to relate, <laughs> is that. I want everything to go how I want it to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want it to go that way. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And some of us, when we wake up in the morning, some of us have more of a plan mm-hmm. than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, I think you're right. Everybody, even the least of us planners. Even the least uh, of planners want yeah. things to go how they want it to go. Right. And then it's so quick that it just like quickly it's like boom this isn't going how I want or I think especially uh women we have a hard time when people aren't going how we want them to go Mm -hmm. when our people's behavior isn't going how we want Mm -hmm. it so I just want to talk about um and maybe like prepare our hearts over the next two weeks where to expect that to, to just be to remember that God is in control and that there's going to be a bunch of little inconveniences that pop up. And those inconveniences could be things uh, like a present not arriving on time or a mother-in-law arriving on time that you didn't want to arrive on time or to arrive <laughs> you at knew all. you was coming, but you just still... It's still very inconvenient <laughs> or, you know, whatever. I think this is the time when all those little inconveniences can pile up and then you end up 
losing and missing out on what what could be a beautiful time right. of feasting and fellowship and uh, loving each other well and enjoying, you know, I know this is a weird year for a lot of people and, you know, a lot of people are probably dealing with not being able to buy presents like they could a year ago. Right. Or A lot of people are not able to spend the holidays with... Not even be able to travel. Their family. Yeah. Some people... Their family is like, we we haven't seen anyone in six months. We've been in our house and we're not coming right. to see you on Christmas. Right. Because they're scared. Right. So it could just be, I think it's it's definitely time, if you haven't already, to just prepare your heart emotionally for the fact that you're not in control. Um, and then to control the things that you are in control of. Right. Which is really just how you respond to all of these things and like what are you gonna focus on are you gonna focus on the inconveniences are you gonna focus on the things that aren't in your control um are you gonna stress out about and I mean as parents you know you always have to be prepared for that moment when you buy someone a gift you buy a kid a gift and you can tell when they open it this was not the gift they wanted (laughs) And they might be a real stinker <laughs> about that. You don't know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if your focus is wrong or off in any of these things, it could be a really difficult time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and a very sinful time. A very sinful for you. time. Not just for the kid. Right. For you, too. For you, too. Yeah, I think that especially women, this during the holiday, they have a lot of business to attend to this time of year mm-hmm. because this is a, I mean, it's busy. It's really a busier time of year for everyone. Like even if just, so even if you have like a very traditional, like mom stays home, takes care of the house and kids, dad goes off to work. He's chances are he's busier at work just right. Depending on it's what he does. It's a busy season. But for the most in part, so many ways. if he's in any sort of service a product industry right he's going to be busier right but then mom has this business to attend to that really makes or breaks like the feeling of the whole season right yeah <laughs> and so there's this tremendous a tremendous pressure to attend to your christmas business in a way that makes everything magical and mm-hmm. like you said you want everyone to get the perfect present and all these things and we keep telling you guys to mind your own business and so you're like yeah but I have so much business right now so much business to mind where do I start minding it and so that's where I think what you said is you have to be able to like intentionally prioritize what is your business what your business really really is when you have a lot of business going on right because the truth is there's some business that happens this time of year that you're just it's just not as important as things like right. um, being joyful yeah. or at peace with your family mm-hmm. um, or obedient. Right. So you, I, I mean, I just think you have to, I, I don't think it will work or I rather, I don't think it will be helpful for you to correct as you go. It would yeah. just be better for you right now to just be like, okay, these are my three 
orders of real business, mm-hmm. top of the list business. So like this is what I can handle. This yeah. is what I can do. So once I'm accomplishing these three things, then right. I know that I can faithfully <laughs> right. put a tree up or plan a Christmas gathering or whatever. Um and so yeah, it just be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. it. It'll like I said, it will work if you just do it as you go. Right. But it can help right. to really like focus on certain things, like know what your sin is. Right. Well, and I think just uh, you know, I think a lot of women are stumped on and it makes it makes sense, but it only makes sense when you understand that we're sinners. Right. <laughs> um just that factor of like so all of these really cool and really important things are under my charge. Yeah. Like this is my duty in this <laughs> season. Yeah. Um, and so you're tempted to go, well, I'm in control. And I think there is, there is a, there are a lot of things you do need to be in control of. And I think that's the distinction I want to make is that there are a lot of things that you're in control of and you need to know what those are. Right. You need to have a clear understanding of what you are and you are not in control of. And then don't spend any time fretting or worrying about the things that are the Lord's. Right. And that doesn't mean it's not going to be stressful. Like it doesn't mean that you're not going to have to battle against worry or anxiety or genuine questions of like, how are we going to get through this? I know for a lot of people's the you know the holidays bring up all kinds of emotional things, emotional difficulties, family turmoil. Yeah. Um, that doesn't. I'm not saying oh well when you learn what you're in control of, it will not be hard. Yeah, it's going to be. Won't <laughs> feel lonely anymore around the holidays <laughs> like, when you learn what. No, you, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, don't add to the difficulty by forgetting what you're in control of and what you actually like God actually expects of you. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times we do, we do lose God in it. Cause like all of a sudden we're down here and we're very busy with all this stuff. Yeah. And we, we forget that in all of it, we should be in everything that we're doing with our hands, right? We should be doing it for the glory of God. So it's not for my glory. It's not for my happiness. Right. Like you need to have the ultimate in view for any of it to be, I think, even bearable. I think I think a lot of times women, you know, we start to talk about things as like stressful and unbearable because we're forgetting who we are. Right. We're forgetting what is actually our job, like what is actually up to us. Um, and so, well, maybe I'll just share a little bit. So, well, by the time this comes out, this will be old news, but... Um, you know, that's how my, my pregnancy so far has been really difficult because I've just, it just constantly looks like I'm miscarrying. Mm-hmm. Do you think just, this child will be like the child that makes you most stressed out? So far, the answer is yes. And it's only been 10 like weeks. Like the kid that I'm sure some of you listening can relate to this, but the kid that is always making you go, no, like, like. Uh, why are you doing that? Where is what? where did he go? Yeah. Like <laughs> that has been this pregnancy. It has just been one thing after the other. And there have been multiple times where Eric and I were like, well, all right, you know, we're going to have to go to the ER. We're obviously miscarrying. Like right. it's been that dramatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so right before I came here, my midwife sent me for an ultrasound because after I had told her some things, she was like, yeah, yeah, Let's get we, an sh- we should go find out. And I had an ultrasound last week and I had an ultrasound the week before and I had an ultrasound the week before that. Mm-hmm. And every time it's been because we're like, yeah, you know, the baby Something probably bad happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so <laughs> I'm sitting in what feels like my billionth ultrasound this year. And of course it's, you know, everyone's, I'm sitting there in a mask and I can't bring anybody with me. Mm-hmm. And this is the only ultrasound experience I've had this year. It's been pretty dramatic. And so, you know, I'm just sitting in, they made me sit there for 50 minutes, mm-hmm. first of all. Um, and I'm sitting there trying to breathe in this, I mean, Honestly, my mask is a hilarious joke. I don't have a mask. I have a cloth headband. I'm oh. alone in the lobby, yeah. by the way. It's mm-hmm. just me in the room. There's no one else. And I'm like, can I just... Anyway. You must, Summer. Moving right along. <laughs> um, I are we, think... Are we... Are we uh, <laughs> is this all in the context of hmm. control? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, so anyway... You know, I'm just sitting there and it just, it, I think I was able to, yes, it was stressful. Like, I'm not going to deny that it's difficult to be at my weekly appointment, my weekly ultrasound <laughs> after it looks like I've miscarried. Yeah. Um. Yes, that was difficult. But I think at this point, I have been in such a practice of letting go of any pretense that I have any control over the situation. Mm -hmm. Like I have no control and I so acutely feel that and know that I'm aware of that, that, um, you know, my blood pressure's not through the roof, you know, I'm not sitting there like chewing my nails or, um, you know, crying or not that it would be inappropriate to cry in a stressful situation like that. But what I'm saying is like, even with our kids, even, even when you're not pregnant and they're born, like you're not guaranteed that they're going to make it through today. Right. You're not guaranteed that your child isn't, something isn't going to happen to your child in the next hour and everything's going to be fine. Like that's just not a promise that you have. So even in a case like this where you're pregnant and you don't know, like ultimately you never know. Right. You never know when your next breath is. Speaking of Georgia, she hasn't been around the table in a while. You guys can probably hear her. She's kind of sad at the moment. She's really tired, I think. She's she... really tired. Oh my gosh. She's so big. I have a nursing pillow, <laughs> but she's like five times she's, longer than the nursing she pillow. She is now. longer than the nursing pillow. You guys, she's running around now. I know that's like hard to believe, but it's true. She's running around. When I got here, she was like climbing on top of this thing and her legs are like hanging off the side of Joy right now. Who's trying to nurse her. It's so great. <laughs> oh, it's been a while since you've had to do this. Yeah. I and know. you've never done it with a Hopefully toddler. I'm not too far away. No, you sound fine. But yeah, no, that, I mean, I feel like even with Georgia, that was a, it was something I didn't realize that must just come with every pregnancy. The realization. I guess I that, should say that 
the baby's fine. Yes, <laughs> I yes, guess I didn't. Yeah, yeah, obviously we wouldn't be recording. Yeah, this today I'm sorry. If, yeah, I'm, no, clearly, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I wish you guys could see hey, Dada. the situation. She's with, not with Georgia. You're gonna have to lay a... down with her, I think. <laughs> um, the baby miraculously and blessedly is doing well. Right. And which is the pattern now. Yeah. <laughs> is that you're obviously having something physical going on, but right. it doesn't it doesn't seem to be affecting the baby, right. which is just wild to me. Like it's wild. But it it's just a reminder that like I the Lord truly is in control and I have I have no right. I have no control over this whatsoever. Right. And I think that's been a really clarifying it's been really clarifying because it even in my own body in terms of what is happening I have no say. Right. Now of course I could be I could be living foolishly. I could be like yeah. trying to I could be like going to the gym and doing squats right. every day with <laughs> as much weight as possible right. and that would obviously be foolish. Right. I'm in control of not doing that. Right. Um but I'm not in control of whether or not the baby grows and how the baby grows and, and how much time that you get right or you you aren't guaranteed five years or 25 years or 85 years right or 14 weeks in the womb and like it is it is a very um vulnerable place Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. to have to be okay with that yeah and I think because I've never miscarried before or had any issues, I've just never been like completely awake to that. Like I knew that mentally. Right. But the the emotional exercise that it is post a really traumatic miscarriage, um, you know, where I needed blood transfusions and I couldn't get one because of COVID. I hope you guys can see my air quotes. Um and then to be going through this where it, like it always it constantly looks like I'm miscarrying right. but I'm not like it's been a real time of like uh, for me learning how to let go without becoming completely without shutting down completely right so it's easy to kind of defend yourself from disappointment by just not being excited or not having any hope right and so there's like this balance of well that's <laughs> that's too far of letting go right yeah <laughs> um you know, and then you don't want to go too far the other end where you just blindly believe that somehow you can like speak a word and be in control of right. something that you're not. Um, so anyway, and you know, even if you've never experienced that or you don't have kids, there's all kinds of things that we get frustrated with all the time because we're not in control of them. Right. And instead of responding in a, in a faithful way and saying like, Lord, this is yours and I trust you. I know what you're doing. You are working all things together for your glory. Mm-hmm. Like instead of doing that, we can get frustrated or bitter or discontent or like grumbly. And I really, I just want to talk about it this week because I feel like it's such a, it's such a temptation at this time of year to do that. Yeah. I think especially for women because we want everything to go right. Right. And that's not a wrong desire. No, that usually it's with the best of intentions because you want your family to have that magical. I mean, this is really like go time. This this go. this it is time go of time. year highlights <laughs> the strengths 
<laughs> of women, mm-hmm. which are making people feel welcome, right? Picking out get, like any act of thoughtfulness, yeah. Um, cleaning things up, making things delicious, making things right. putting the work you know, in, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just well, and there you know, there's a whole spectrum of things. We've obviously just compared something that's like, um like not being in control of life and death mm-hmm. is like a very existential <laughs> yeah. far end of one spectrum. I can and testify. Then, <laughs> and then there's, <laughs> then there's like, um, I can testify. you know, well, I was trying to get that, that 12 inch taper candle <laughs> and that lady grabbed the other one. He, she grabbed the last one and right. I just looked at her and was like, so can't you tell I'm a 12 inch taper gal? Like, I don't know what I'm saying. Right. There's obviously a, a lot of things. There's that a range here in between There's that spectrum. Um, and of course, everything we're talking about is like any encouragement we're trying to give is an encouragement that you can totally take 12 months out of the year. <laughs> right. But I think it's just right. In, in particular, mm-hmm. um, this time of year, it, there is you can just be very more tempted. A, yeah. Yeah. Because things, you, there's more planning and yeah. more things to go right. Right. Um, but ultimately, there's only a few things that need to go right. Right. For you to still be yeah, in faithful obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... You might if have we're to talking around... to you right now, right. just take a deep breath and you need to, and really think about what you're in control of. Cause right. there are people that are in a vastly different position than mm-hmm. you. There is no like, um, there's not really like, if you're not doing these things, well, there are a few things that would indicate if you're celebrating the true meaning of Christmas. Right. But there's not really any like amount of trees you can have or wreaths or right. cookies to indicate like if you're doing it right. And so just consider that if you're overwhelmed and feel like you're out of control. Right. Just know that there are people that aren't able to have like they're, I, sh- I guess I should say like it, um, it can be done much simpler maybe than you're trying to do it. And it's not um, obediently celebrating Christmas is not obediently celebrating Christmas if you hate your family the whole time. <laughs> or if you just speak, if you like speak right. uh, just nastily to them. Or mm-hmm. if you just like, you know, Summer, you brought up the mother-in-law. I personally like my mother-in-law a right. lot. <laughs> I'm just saying there's bound to be someone yes, in your family someone. that you are struggling the with. The in-law is like the classic trope, right? It is a trope, and yeah. And you may even hate them. Right. And maybe... That's not... Like... Deal with that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Deal with it. And don't look to a Christmas miracle. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be... A, the Christmas miracle You be, be you changing your attitude. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> The Christmas miracle is that you have a new heart. So <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. It'll be a Christmas miracle if the Australians forgive us. I know. <laughs> Who did we offend last time? I don't remember. Was it the the is that our new the thing? British? I just man, we're just messing up with all the foreigners. Who are we offending today? 
just everyone who has a difficult in-law, I guess. <laughs> or all mother-in-laws. They're like, I think I'm pretty nice. And they probably are. They're probably right. a great mother-in-law. Yeah. Listen, you, you're probably a great, I would love to have you as a mother-in-law in a weird way. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with you. You're good at it. Honorarily. Honor. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, whatever. I just want you guys to think about control. Maybe there's some things that if you stopped pretending you were in control of them, it might change the next couple of weeks for you. It might change 2021 for you. Who knows? Manage what you can manage and let go of the things that weren't yours to grab in the first place. And you can totally talk to your husband about it too. And um, I bet he's got an idea. Yeah. Of some things you I can mean, let go of. Yeah. And <laughs> like, honestly, I mean, you know, my husband and I have been trying to pay off our small amount of debt as quickly as possible. Right. And uh, so that means we made the decision ultimately, though my husband made the decision that we could only spend a certain amount of money right. around this time. So that can even help. Yeah. <laughs> that, Set a goal. It can help Reach to know like, what you are allowed to be in control of. Um, and uh, yeah, you can't, you, you definitely shouldn't be like backburnering yeah. your obedience just because you think you need things to go right a certain way. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it, you guys. Right? Yeah. Okay. Be obedient and then you can do whatever and you want yeah, after that. Be obedient and do whatever you want. <laughs> that's my favorite life advice. Um, well, guys, we hope that encouraged you. We hope you enjoy your holiday time planning, doing things. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>